This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chandana. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. As always, I'm Sharmila Ganesan, and today I'm joined by Adriana Nordin Manan, who is a writer, playwright, and translator. Thank you for joining us today, Adriana. Thanks, Ramila. It's good to be here for Lear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. So that should give you a hint. Today we are going to be reviewing um, an online staging of Shakespeare's King Lear. Um, and that was presented last week by the KL Shakespeare Players. And there will be a special restaging on the 12th of June as well. Uh, I thought it would be a good chance for us to discuss how the play, um, I, I suppose how the play made that transition to the online space. Um, Just to run through how it was set up and how it worked. So the individual actors performed in front of green screens in their individual homes or spaces. And uh, the whole show was then kind of um, merged together by some technology I don't quite understand. And you kind of get um, then what we see essentially is them performing in front of uh, projected or CGI backgrounds. Uh, The play was directed by Lim Kin Lee and starred among others, Lim Sun Heng and James, um, Tika, Hana Nadira and, and a few others. Uh, Sun Heng plays uh, the titular King Leia. So I think, Adriana, we should probably start with um, first impressions. How? What did you come away with from the show? Um, I It being maybe my third like online uh, theatre performance, I think it was it was a turning point for me in the sense that uh, I started thinking like, hey, with this show, I'm really beginning to ask questions about what is hybrid performance and how do I feel about it? You know, it feels that uh, I was um, even me as a viewer, I was I was responding in a more like thoughtful way uh, from going away from that show. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Shakespeare, I think, is a particularly interesting one to watch this way, right? Because um, it's such a it's such a dense script. Um, it's also a script that is very long. So, um, you know, they this particular one was a condensed performance of Leia. It um, it sort of uh, picks, I think, the highlight scenes, um, and that's something that Shakespeare, uh, Kale Shakespeare players have been doing in their Shakespeare demystified series. Anyhow, um, I think what I really enjoyed was that. They decided to really embrace the online medium. Um, you know, they they weren't really uh, aiming for stage realism. Instead, mm-hmm. I think that they understood that their stage was, in this case, Zoom, mm-hmm. um, and so they just went for it. And some some stuff maybe felt a little janky, but overall, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. Um, I, I think. The thing that we forget about Shakespeare, that it was meant for mass entertainment. Um, it was meant for you to enjoy multiple elements and in multiple ways. And in some ways, I think putting it in an online platform kind of um, takes it away from its like snobbery sometimes. No, I can definitely see that. You know, as you were talking, I recall this is a word that came to me quite a bit after, as I was reflecting, earnest. I felt it was a very earnest performance, um, bolstered definitely by a very solid lineup, like those names like in the cast as uh, top-notch 
Uh, but also I felt that it was, they, they were very earnest and that was what I appreciated as well in the sense of, and, and, and I totally agree with you. Uh, maybe it's, maybe it's our baggage from our history, but we always seem to associate Shakespeare with, you know, the type of English that you need a thesaurus and then some <laughs> to understand. But this one came across as very like convivial and earnest and like, accessible. Hey, let's all join. yeah, let's join into this, this story and see where it goes. Yeah. And then I think that partly that's also because uh, it's not like they, this, they, they're going with with original Shakespeare uh, mm-hmm. text. But I think something about um, the staging, something about yeah. the close-ups of people's faces, uh, being able to, I think really, sometimes you feel like the emotions are really in your face, which mm-hmm. helps to understand um, what what's happening, what people are feeling, why something is important. Um, I also very much appreciated that uh, they... Um, which, which again is something that Shakespeare Demystified does. So I think in some ways it's worth saying that this is a group that's used to exactly that demystifying Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. So they know, I think, how to frame things in particular ways. So sometimes you might have... Um, the narrator, or in this case, it's it's the fool played mm-hmm. by Tika, who kind of yeah. sets the scenes up. Uh, sometimes various actors kind of step out and explain what might be happening next. Mm-hmm. So all those things, I think, help a lot to make it very accessible. Um, did you like the? Did you like the technology? Because. Um, there was a comment also made by someone in the audience that perhaps this is kind of. Something that you might like better if you're a younger person, or I suppose a, a so-called oh. digital digital native in some sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. it, did you enjoy it? Did I enjoy the technology? I suppose I the technolo- the technological, what's the word? The images, the, yeah. the, the, the you know, movements, the colors and all of that, the effects. Yeah. Everything, uh, everything that, that 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 they laid out in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. I and I can even remember a scene where I was really quite taken. I think I don't know who they were introducing, but it was sort of like a turning point, like tan tan tan, one of those points. <laughs> and then they had the images of the lions. I thought that was great, like those, you know, like like the lions that you find in front of the New York Public Library kind of thing. You know, that vibe of like majestic regal. Uh, I liked it a lot. And then. Actually, what I was oh, what was interesting is because you could see the individual green screens as well, right, in real time. So it was interesting to see how like that was a lot of thought that went into it. I definitely appreciated the because your your mirror images, right? And then there were times when the characters had to interact, like touch hands or that kind of stuff, and all the technology that went into it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought like it was it was a combination of like camp, but also like I don't know, but also trying to like uh, create suspense and drama. It was quite glorious. I think that that helped them a lot, really, in delivering the story. Oh, I completely agree. I think, um, and I've noticed this in a couple of other online theatre performances as well, the uh, emphasis or the foregrounding of the of the backstage. Um, And I think it helps a lot in getting us to appreciate the kind of effort and work that goes into translating theatre into the virtual space. Um, You know, you can see each actor just on their own, standing against a green background, performing. Sometimes really intense scenes, sometimes sword fights, you know, and and then you also get to see in tandem the finished product. So you see Mm -hmm. like two actors whom you know are actually just doing this in their own living rooms or whatever, uh, reenacting a sword fight in front of you. And, you know, those kinds of things are, I think, it's impressive and it's fun as well. It's fun for a viewer to be kind of let into the secret of how something is being done. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. I think uh, it really helps to 
to I, I guess in in some sense uh, I mean I know people like to question right in theater like oh do you want to break the fourth wall da 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 but this makes you wonder really because it's a hybrid performance like what does it mean and and how what more of an effect or sense of empathy or maybe sense of I don't know understanding because you know how they say if this were face to face the audience and the performers that if there reaches a point where your heart beats like start to become in sync and everything so I think what 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 King Lear really helped me with is is ask that question really like how do you create um, that that sense of, of of shared experience because that how is it different from a from a from an indie film for example right just these questions that I that I asked myself after watching it and I think they did they did well with the technology precisely by uh, using everything that they could like the for example the scene I like the scene where they were yanking out uh, the eyeballs of one character oh yes, then, yes I mean you know that's technology they pulled basically they pulled like, clumps of thread from behind their camera right so those were that was the eyeball and I thought that was that was that was really nice and I felt that there was a combo of because of all the images images and the backgrounds and then those little details i enjoyed it that that's what i really i really appreciated yeah so on that note of creating that shared space, the other element of, um, I suppose, the uh, Zoom-ness or the, or the you know, video call-ness of all of this was they had these interactive parts, particularly in yeah. the earlier, um, you know, when the different, when King Leia's daughters sort of make presentations in the yeah. court and they actually get you to vote um, and, and, you know, vote on yeah. who did better or how they how they fared in their speech. Um, I found that very cute. I found that mm-hmm. a sort of really fun way to um, actually, in a way, fun, but also mm-hmm. it gets us thinking about how we're responding to these characters as well. Because um, if you know the script, you might have a particular opinion of Goneril or Reagan mm-hmm. or Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they sort of pause the proceedings and get you to like, yeah. well, how did that work for you? Did you believe what she said? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to vote or, or score it. That's what they made us do. I found yeah. that a, a, an interesting way to, um, I think, interact with a character that I hadn't done before. Yeah, I agree with you in the sense of like, what else are you going to introduce now? Like, how are you going to put to use uh, Zoom and make it something like dynamic? So the use of the polls is nice. And I think just the the very fact that the you, you could go from one scene, from one uh, really sad scene and, and, and rather intense scene, and then the next scene you have that same character, out of character, that same act, performer out of character, then asking you, oh, what do you think? Do you think Regan will like, what, what, what do you think was her intention, for example? And... I on purpose didn't 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 cliff notes myself to the end uh, uh, on on King Lear before watching it, and I appreciated that because then I could just see and like, oh, how are they framing it by asking these questions and then engaging and involving the audience. We're reviewing K.L. Shakespeare players King Lear, which was staged last week, a virtual production, and they will be presenting it again on the 12th of June. For more information on that, you can visit their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Shakespeare Demystified. Uh, so let us know, are you a fan of Shakespeare and how do you feel about watching Shakespeare staged online? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Adriana Nordin Manan. And together we're reviewing King Lear, which was staged last week by the KL Shakespeare Players. It was an online performance and uh, there's going to be a repeat staging on the 12th of June. We've actually come quite far without getting into the story. So just very quickly, uh, King Lear is one of Shakespeare's uh, tragedies. Uh, it tells the story of a king who had three daughters um, who in intends to split his kingdom between the three of them. But when he asks the each daughter to kind of prove their loyalty and love for him, uh, his favourite and the youngest, Cordelia, refuses to kind of make a show of it um, and just, you know, essentially is very honest without being pretentious. And that sets in motion a whole chain of events, kingdoms being pulled apart and, and battles and madness and, and families being split and death and all of those regular Shakespeare ingredients, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Adriana, I wanted to ask, and, and, you, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, one thing that I was a little bit wary of when I watched the play initially mm-hmm. was particularly with the use of... Um, you know, they use backgrounds and effects and all, which are very reminiscent of, say, TikTok or GIFs uh-huh. or memes, which was great fun. But in my mind, I was thinking, this is a tragedy. And I know how Leia ends up. It ends uh-huh. up in a very difficult space. Yeah. Um, will this hold up? Will Will this sort of swinging between camp and, and, and mm. you know, psychedelic colours, is it going mm-hmm. to take away from the... The, I suppose the intensity of the story. You know, Shamil, I'm going to have to be one of those who disagrees. I think it helped it a lot. And, and this is where maybe I'm going to uh, depart a little bit and, and maybe uh, just share like a question that came to my mind was about the, 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 the dramaturgy of the whole play. And, and there's a reason for this. Like I, I, I'm not going on a tangent on purpose. I think the story, if we're talking about, you know, uh, delivering the, the intensity, the tragediness uh, of, of the play, I think, um, I think that was already done. And I'm not saying this in a sense that, oh, the mistake was already made. But like, I think that creative decision was done just by the fear fact that they condensed the play. I don't think the tragediness came out so much, you know, except at the end. And to their credit, I mean, uh, uh, this is what I learned during the question and answer. That's why the last scene, which is that real tragic scene, they didn't have any graphics on purpose because they said they wanted the emotions to be delivered in and of itself. So I think... The, the like the 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 TikTokness and the and the happy clappy campiness of it uh, wasn't didn't take away from it at all because the play was already so condensed and so like modular in a sense like like you know they they, they just took like the main 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 scenes I would say a few main scenes um, that the that to say that the the technology maybe then hampered the intensity or the tragediness uh, I would disagree with that I think it just it just went hand in glove. And and I'm saying this also because, um, from my understanding, uh, Shakespeare, uh, Kel Shakespeare players, uh, Shakespeare demystified are very much an education platform, right? So I thought it was just right uh, if they wanted to bring in like students and maybe people who are not regular theatre goers to appreciate theatre. I think the whole package, the technology, um, and the way the, the dramaturgy, how they how they condense the play. Uh, for this performance uh, worked. And I think that it was definitely to their credit. I agree, actually. I, I um, You know, the thing is, it was a question that I was grappling with. Mm. Um, is this going to end up annoying me, you know, when it mm-hmm. gets yep. to the grand tragedy? But yep. I realised, hey, you know what? I could 
I still loved that I got to see Anne James with like mouth mouths where her eyes were. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who thought that was something I'd ever didn't realize I wanted to see? But yeah. yes, I loved it. Exactly. Three minutes later, I'm weeping at, you mm-hmm. know, the, the ending of the play. Mm-hmm. So I think that's indication enough that um, some of the ideas of what might work on stage don't mm-hmm. always translate the same way onto screen. I think because of yeah. because of um, Instagram, because of TikTok, um, we're used to getting things, as you said, in a very modular way online. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wonder whether somehow the mediation of the screen also mm-hmm. allows you to separate these things in your head in a way, um, and in in some ways, ironically, uh, mm-hmm. quite. Shakespearean because you know the play is meant to have a fool which is funny and then a tragedy and then sword fights and they all sat Mm -hmm. together on the same stage uh no that that's that's I I completely agree with that and as you were speaking I just started thinking of like how do you how do you maybe even create a sense of play right like in in face-to-face shows I guess just being in the same space just relays that sense of, of of maybe camaraderie and play. But and I think this technology-mediated performance uh, recreates that, but in a screen form, right? For mm-hmm. us to be able to appreciate. Like it doesn't, it's not like, it's not mocking. It's just like being earnest and working within limitations and shows us that the team was had fun as they were doing it. Hmm. Oh no, absolutely! You could you could see. I mean, <laughs> I could see it was hard. Um, yes. You know, I was like, "How are you guys doing this?" Yeah. But you could see some sense of um, an energy and an excitement yeah. in what they were yeah. doing, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings me to the final point I wanted to discuss, which was the performances. Yeah. Um, because I have to say that the performances were. A hundred percent the thing that elevated all of this. I mean, all of this mm. worked really well, but, yeah. if it, but if it wasn't for the kind of performances delivered yeah. by almost everyone in the cast, yeah. um, I don't think we would have walked away. Um, as you said, you know, the climatic scene is just mm-hmm. Sun Heng in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. No bells and whistles. Yeah. And it was so powerful. And every actor, I think, had these great scenes that I was really quite blown away by. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, I think what I, I just really, I mean, I, I started off earlier saying that I was drawn to the performance because of the lineup. And what you said is, it's true. And I think what was even more, dare I use the term, humbling maybe, and maybe going along with this theme of earnestness, was just seeing that they could work even with with rather humble, like, like, uh, props, mm-hmm. you know, and and these things, you know, for example, Anne James and her and her eye bl- and her blood spots by her eyes, which looked very much, you know, like like you did it in an art and craft uh, workshop, and, and also, and then I was seeing Zul Zul Zamir, like you know, serious, like going into the the, the going into into the forests and everything, but. You know, you could tell that he was actually a man at home in his boxer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I... I <laughs> with a blanket over his exactly head. Exactly, with a blanket over his head. And I thought, like, I salute you guys so much. Like, I really do. Because, um, yeah, like, 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 there's just so much respect for the craft, but also immersing themselves in this rather new territory, right? And, uh, and, and I also appreciate that during the Q&A later, they did say that actually the stage is where we yearn to return. And, and, and I felt that. And I felt that. So that, to me, that even makes the, just how, how much of a punch that they packed together just so that much more like, like something that I could respect and like, you know, yeah, like raise my hat to. 
We've been reviewing KL Shakespeare players King Lear, which uh, was staged last week. It was staged online. Um, one of, I think, multiple different things they've been trying as um, live performances have become increasingly uh, tough to do. If you want to catch that show, it will be shown again on the 12th of June. Uh, and for more information, you can visit facebook.com slash Shakespeare Demystified. But also let us know, are you a Shakespeare fan? And uh, have you been watching any uh, productions online. You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. This has been Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chindana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.